0: Welcome to the Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness podcast. You'll be joining smiling Sonia on her daily morning. She shares information and personal insights into her own journey managing flare-ups of her condition, Molaray's meningitis. Good morning, smiling Sonia here. It's Saturday, the 19th of September, 2020. I was trying to make sure that I've got the date right. My fingers out. I know it was the 14th on Monday. Yes. (laughs) So Saturday morning, I'm out on my walk. I it's shopping today. And my daughter and grandchildren are coming over later today. So uh, I'm trying to remember. Yes, it's been a while. It's been, uh, probably a good couple of months since I've seen them in person. And of course, the COVID pandemic. Uh, there were still issues at the moment, as there were. You know, the restrictions were have been relaxed here in the UK and however there are more and more cases and so there are areas in the country that are being locked down again so the expectation isn't that they're going to lock down the whole country again but areas and the children are back at school etc so my grandchildren are coming over later Two of them are at school, so there's a, a little bit of anxiety, but um, yeah, it's, um, it is what it is. <laughs> so just a quick sort of update on my week. So my third week, completed a third week back at work still working three days a week, um, but half half hours, although I, I worked longer hours, slightly longer hours than I planned. And yesterday, definitely, I almost really worked a whole day, to tell you the truth. I started at 9.30, thereabouts. I... I planned to finish at one and then I thought well I was thinking about finishing at three so I still have my lunch time, then do an hour and I thought I could just focus on emails. I've got still over nine hundred emails so I'm trying to get through current emails and and sort of a little bit of the backlog. I don't get stressed out by emails really, I know some people when they come back from leave or they come back from sick leave and they have hundreds of emails, get very stressed by it. I don't get stressed by it, my, my view is if there's something urgent somebody will email me back, you know, send another email, so I was doing that and when you're working with people of course and you're a manager so you supervise staff and especially when uh, a large number of those those members of staff are new um, to the job uh, you're going to get inquiries <laughs> so uh, dealing with some of those and and I managed to speak to my manager so that was that, so that was good in in any case, uh, first time I've caught up with my manager since I've got back and very, very supportive of me, still very concerned about whether I'm well enough to be back at work and I, I said that, you know, even if I was off work for a few more weeks, I would still, it's the, what, I'm stumbling and stuck in here. I'm trying to get what I I know what I said to her. <laughs> it's 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 about the work, doing the work and dealing with the work, and and th- that, that transition back into sort of the demands of the job and my brain kind of getting back used to it. Uh, so I I'm writing. I am having to write everything down. There were lots of open loops. <laughs> and I think what I do need to do is I need to schedule a couple of days where I do not have any appointments. And I should have done that. And I haven't done that. So that's what I... And maybe it's because I just wanted to... Uh, people I just needed to talk to, well, I felt. Anyway, but I, I think I can do that over the next couple of weeks. Where I schedule some time. Where where I'm adding I think where I'm adding some time, working a bit longer or adding a day, I will make sure that I don't have any appointments. And even if people reach out, uh, I will just pretend I'm actually not at work <laughs> and work through some of my emails and and all the all all the things I've written down I need to go back and start going through and, and dealing with them. So yeah, so and so I know, and actually something that I noticed. So when I'm out, sort of talking to you as I am, or talking to myself, well, talking to my phone. (laughs) Um, This is a relaxing environment, and I can just talk. And I guess I'm not having, I'm not in conversation back and forth. So I'm not having to process, I'm not listening to what somebody's saying, processing, understanding that, and then responding. So what I have noticed is that when, so I'm back at work, and when I'm having conversations with people, that's when I'm getting sort of the brain blocks, some blockages. And it's okay when I'm when I'm conveying something. uh, I'm talking about, you know, I'm I'm sharing some information that I'm very clear and understand, and I'm giving. But when it is a back and forth conversation, sometimes where I'm having the person saying something and I'm having to process that and then come back with a response, I find that's when I get stuttery. um, I, I I I pause as if. You know, I don't know what I want to gonna say, or just something just goes. The thought just, I just lose the thought, and I'm scrambling. And I, but but because I know that I do that, and at the time I just, I explain to the person. I, you know, as it's happening, I just say what's happening, and then if I can't remember what I said, I kind of let it. Go and, and just just carry on talking about something else. <laughs> but when I'm out like this and I'm, I'm talking, I don't have much difficulty. I, I, I think I have done sometimes, it depends on what I'm talking about, what thoughts I'm trying to retrieve, and that's when I can struggle. So I think that's the issue for me, that I think it doesn't matter when I return to work, I still have that issue. And I am trying to work in a different way. And that reminds me that today I wanted to talk about... uh, uh, Oh gosh, I wanted to talk about... The thought came in and it's gone now. But I'm not going to talk about what I thought I was going to talk about. <laughs> because I'm going to talk about something that happened to my son. Okay. So that's easy to remember because it links to my son. And, and it was something that happened yesterday. And it's very easy for me to visualise what happened and relay that back to you. So obviously I have this project that I'm working on. Uh, It's linked to my website, the Freedom at 55 Project. Uh, It's linked to uh, sharing my story, having a chronic illness, and in particular, the financial stress linked to that, and how really over the last few years... I've worked on my finances, how I've worked on my health and my physical environment. So that I'm in a place now where actually I'm not so worried and anxious about those things. There are still things in my life that I have no control over, that I just have to let run. (laughs) Okay, So I'm going through dissolving my civil partnership. and uh, I've got no control over the, the process. <laughs> uh, the house and, you know, selling a house is very, can be very stressful. So there's some things in terms of the process that I have no control over. And it's interesting because I realised today that there's been quite a lot of resistance in me. And I've been so I've been I'm so I have been worried about the, what's going to the end, the end with the result. You know, will the house get sold at a price that, once the money's split, I will have sufficient funds too? And I've been so stuck on that, and I know that's been worried. So I'm, I'm actually letting go of that at the moment which is then releasing me to just do what I need to do, what I have control over, so that the process runs its course. So, you know, in all that, my focus has been, you know, what's the one thing that over the last few years has has given me the most peace of mind? Uh, you know, and that's what I'm looking for, <laughs> that peace of mind and calmness and it 's and it 's been about my money it's been about uh, managing having some control over my finances, and that really the starting point for that was having an emergency fund okay and I bring that up because but that is just so key to so many things that i 'm able to do and just how I feel about life at the moment so i I've created this a 5-day challenge. It's called a Treasure Chest Challenge. <laughs> and I was sharing this with my son earlier this week. So he's 20. He's in the third year. He's just about to embark on the third year of university. And although in the first year, I spoke to him about putting a little bit of money aside for an emergency fund. I think he started out, right, but, you know, 18. He doesn't go out and socialise, really, but he's very much into books. And I kept on seeing these Amazon parcels coming in almost every day. and. I thought, mm, and and the way that I work it is my view is I want him to be responsible so he has a budget and he has to pay for his food, <laughs> he cooks for himself and I've, I've had to do that as well because obviously there's times I just don't have the energy and I didn't want to have the responsibility um, for cooking for him and, and also buying food that uh, is wasted. And that was what was happening. And so I just decided that if you pay for your food, then if I see something going off in the fridge, I'm not going to get, you know, or whatever about it because it's your money. <laughs> you know, and, I, and I'm, you know, he's living at home, rent free. He's got access to electricity, the broadband, etc. And, and that's been fine, but come the holidays, he's run out of money. So that happened the first year. We had a discussion, and he said, right, well, okay, he's going to the second year, put some money aside. And one of the things that we uh, we'd, we'd discovered was uh, one of those open banking apps that allows you to put money. It automatically takes money out of your account. You decide about the percentage and so it does this automatic savings for you and so we both set that up and what was good is you set it up and when you refer somebody they put some money in both your accounts so he had a little bit of a starter (laughs) so over the year you know I would say to him nudge him have you been putting some money aside Emergency fund, and I could tell by his response that you know it was a little bit, <laughs> but of course, he ran out of money. <laughs> so, I have been sort of covering a bit for him over the summer, and then I said to him, uh, as we're, is, should we should be getting his loan cheque uh, in a week or so. But I said to him a couple of weeks ago that it's his last year at uni. And uh, I'm not going to bail him out once his loan cheque finishes, because you're basically meant to be getting a job. <laughs> and he's a little bit—he's—he's—he's—he's he's, he's, you know, anxious about that. He's anxious about going for a job, etc. And I'm aware of that. So anyway, at the beginning of the week, so we were talking, and I was sharing with him about. Uh, This five-day challenge I'd created, and I I said the different things. So you know, as I went through, you know, finding that you can find money, treasure, hidden treasure in your in the house. You know, because we find money under cushions, under beds, and he was saying, "Oh yes, (laughs) because if you go in his room, sometimes there's money on the floor. You know, coins." And I was sharing how, you know, I show people how they can just sort of, you know, find hidden treasure. I also have a a day when we're talking about subscriptions. Uh, There's another one about loyalty cards. So I had that conversation with him. And then, I think it was a couple of days later, I was talking to him about... You know what plans he had, and had he started to to look at, you know, sort of what jobs he might be going for once uni finishes, and also, I guess, talking to him about stepping outside his comfort zone, because I know that he's anxious about it, and was suggesting that maybe, you know, about looking for voluntary opportunity between now and when he finishes so that when he goes to interviews he has something additional to offer to whoever it is that's um, interviewing him because there'll be other people <laughs> that are being interviewed and you know, he doesn't want to be on the bottom rung. And I also acknowledge his fear. We talked about that and I suggested that he, maybe each day, Do something that takes him outside of his comfort zone, slightly. And I explained that's something that I did. You know, I did that. And that's how I kind of managed to do a lot of things that I didn't think I could. But it was just about each day doing a little something, not massive, but something small. And I left it at that. Uh, Yesterday, I heard him on the telephone uh, I assumed he was talking to his other mum, and he's not often, he's not often on the phone with this door open, and I sometimes sort of think, oh, because so, usually it's sort of, you know, private, but anyhow, so uh, I was at my laptop, I think was at my laptop, I think so not sure not sure now where we had the conversation so that's completely left me so we he came to me after the his call and he you know had a smile on his face and I thought oh so I I, I said well actually he didn't have I don't think he did have a smile on his face initially I said oh everything right and he said yeah yeah and I said oh you've just been on the phone he said yeah yeah and then he said, and then, you know, he smiled and he said, Oh, I just, I was just speaking to a company. I was, I was really scared. I was really, really anxious all week. And then I did it. And I said, Oh. And so he explained that um, he had taken out a, a trial on some beers. And you get a certain number of beers. So I don't know whether it was just one of those 30-day trials. But he said, uh, when we spoke, and I mentioned about subscriptions, he went away and decided to check his account for any subscriptions that that might be coming out. And he found that subscription. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He found that subscription and realised that next week... Um, they would pull out thirty something pounds out of his account, and of course he didn't have any money. <laughs> Doesn't have any money, in there. and and we've been talking about budgeting. So in actual fact, we were talking about budgeting, and he had set up a budget for himself. So obviously, if thirty pounds was going to come out of his account, that's going to upset his budget. And and he said, I was it was really. I said, he said, I was so anxious. I was really really anxious all week. But I and I made the call, and uh, and it was all right. And I said, "Oh, wow!" And they said, he, And maybe as we talked, he was worried, obviously, about you know how how they were going to respond, uh, that they maybe going to try and keep trying and encourage him to continue paying. And he said, "Well, actually, the person was really nice," and. They did sort of say that they had another offer. <coughs> no, <coughs> excuse me. They s- s- suggested that maybe just pause the account, pause the subscription for a few months. But he just said no. <coughs> he wanted to cancel it. <coughs> excuse me. And, uh, and he was feeling really good. And I thought, wow. <laughs> I thought, I had this conversation with him about this this challenge I created and he just gone away off his own back and did (laughs) did the search for subscription thing, found the subscription and had to overcome his fear. (laughs) Because this, this is a this is a young man that you know if I if we were to get a takeaway, he will not ring up to order a takeaway, <coughs> excuse me, we'll not ring up to it because he 's so scared of talking to somebody he doesn 't know on the phone and he, and he also obviously took on board the the discussion that we had about stepping outside its comfort zone. And he, he had the willingness to do that. Now, the interesting thing is, after I'd had the conversation with him about stepping outside his comfort zone, I was a little bit worried. So, <laughs> if you're listening to this, son, I was a little bit worried because I was thinking, oh, am I pushing him too much? You know, am I pushing him too much about stepping outside his comfort zone? You know how is that going to impact on that on him? Is that going to rise raise increase his anxiety levels? I thought that, but i I'd had a situation at work a couple of weeks back with a member of staff who needed to do something, and i Said to that person, Okay, I want you to do it by. And I knew that it was a very sensitive issue, and I knew that they would be stepping outside their comfort zone. But I, but I, I was, they needed to do, they needed to take this action to move forward. And I gave them a week. I said, right, well, I want you to do it by, you know, a week's time. And then they did it that day. And the feedback was that they, that person said, obviously, they they were frightened about doing it. And because I would pushed them, but actually it's what need, they needed. They needed that push. So I did have, I guess, on one side that... You know, it is something I've done with people before. And people have done with me, you know, sometimes give that little nudge, but you just don't know whether you're going to push somebody over the side. You know, so... But really pleased, so proud of my son. Uh, and, you, you know, when it comes to money as well, there's a lots of fears around money, isn't, isn't it? Uh... And, you know, the thing about subscriptions, of course, while they work for companies, is you set it up and you forget about it. <laughs> An interesting thing is when I, when I completed putting that, that little program together a couple of weeks ago, and it's now in my Facebook group for people to just work through, when I was... Explaining about subscriptions, I shared my own story of, in the past, um, having gym memberships and, you know, at the, at the beginning, being really enthusiastic and then not being so motivated. Um, then later on, it wasn't so much about not being motivated, but when I got ill, or didn't have the energy. I just couldn't keep up with going to the gym regularly. But at the same time, I'd leave my membership going because in my head somewhere I was saying, well, the thought of this money coming out of my account will be a motivation for me to go to the gym because I don't want to be wasting the money. But even that wasn't enough of a motivation. And, you know, three, four months down the line. Oh, the other thing is I didn't want to have to pay the joining fees again. (sighs) Okay, because, you you know, you you always have to pay a joining fee. So I was thinking, well, I don't want to waste money on a joining fee. However, three, four, five months down the line, I'm still not going to the gym. And that money is coming out. Which is more than if I joined again, with a joining fee, and then actually, in you know, stopping it. So I did that a couple of weeks ago, and blow me down with a feather. <laughs> Don't even know if that's right. I, I uh, checked my statement to find that a gym membership has come out. Why has the gym membership come out? Because just before lockdown, I joined the gym. I was feeling, I was feeling, you know, at that point that I could join the gym again. And I, you know, I've been doing stuff at home, but I wanted to use the gym. So I joined literally the week before lockdown, I joined the gym. And obviously during lockdown, they... Um, Paused people's gym membership. And then a month or so ago, they said, Right, they're obviously going to be restarting. And I, do you want to continue pausing? And I did. But it was only for a month. And I'd forgotten, completely forgotten, that it was only for a month. And so when I looked in my account, of course, that month had expired. And they pulled out our gym membership. So it's just really interesting for me, having <laughs> just, you know, put this little program together, uh, telling people this is what you should do. And then I found myself in that situation again. And it, I, I guess it just shows how easy it is, even when we have the knowledge about these things, that we have to be so vigilant and continuously check and so that's £20 that have just come out of my account. I can't do anything about. Uh, so uh, the only thing I have is... at the moment I'm, At the moment, I'm in the middle of a no-spend challenge. So what I'm saying to myself is I'm on the no-spend challenge. So because I'm reducing my spending you know, it'll make up for that £20 that I've lost. So, ooh, a lot of talking there. And uh, my son should be about ready now by the time I get back. for I to go on our shopping trip. So, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, so, you know, you might have some sub- subs- subscriptions... So, it might seem minor, but there's little little amounts that we don't know about coming out on a monthly basis. It all adds up. So, And that's just one of the things that I, 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 I share in my little freebie that's um, in my group at the moment. I will probably put it on my site. So, I will probably, as this is a podcast, I will probably put a link to it. Uh, in uh, in the description so yeah something to to do okay Uh, you look after yourself speak to you soon bye for now